everyone, and welcome to Broadcast is Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name because it is all about Jesus, just surrendering everything to him and living life on purpose for him, using the gifts and talents that he's given us and giving it all back to him. So Latavia Roberson is on. She's an author. She's gifted in writing and performing spoken word. So hey, Latavia. Hey, hey, everybody. How are you? I'm really good because I've never met anyone like you in my whole life. Oh my goodness. You are gifted in writing and performing spoken word and it's all for Jesus. I mean, I went on your website and I found out about you through a friend who's like, you have to have Latavia on, Miss Shannon. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like this is so cool. So spoken word Tell us a little bit how this all started for you and then just how you got the confidence to start performing and doing this for Jesus. Yes. So um, spoken word is really just another term for poetry. I am a poet and um, believe it or not, I started writing my first um, we call them, I, I refer to them as peace. So when I'm saying pieces, I'm referring to poems. Okay. My first piece that I ever wrote was when I was 11 years old. And honestly, um, my best friend at the time, she hurt my feelings. She told me that she did not want to be my friend anymore. And <laughs> You know, I was really hurt. So I was right, at school. Right. So I asked my teacher, you know, if I could go to the to the library. And when I went to the library, I walked up to the counter and I asked the attendant if I could have a pencil and a piece of paper. And she looked at me and she says, what did your teacher send you, you know, in here for? Is there a, a particular book? Is there something you need me to help you with? And I said, no, ma'am, I would, I just need a, you know, a piece of paper and a pencil. And she gave that to me and I sat down and I started writing. The first piece I ever um, wrote was entitled Friends. Um, and it talked about, you know, my idea of what a friend should be. And it asked the question at the end that if you didn't, you know, possess those particular qualities, then what type of friend are you? So that's how I started, right? That was my first piece. And, and after then I started writing, I continued to write, but I would write in secret. So I would write, um, poems and I would hide them. Okay. My family did not even know at the time that I was writing. Really? Okay. So you would just like write it. I mean, I'm sure you didn't have Google docs back then, but like, no, No, I wish (laughs) you, I know, right. It's so easy now, but so you wrote it down on paper or walked through us like, were you just overwhelmed with emotion or when was it like, okay, God, I need to get this out of my head and on paper? I'm going to be honest um, and a bit transparent if I may. Please. Yes. Writing for me, I tell people all the time that writing for me um, was a gift that God placed in me as an outlet because of the environment that I grew up in. You know, as a child, um, I didn't have the voice that I needed to be able to have, or at least the voice that I thought I needed um, because it came again. God gave me this gift. So it came, you know, a different uh, way. But so when Things hurt my feelings. It could have been happiness, could have been sad, whatever it was. 
you know, it was my outlet. So whatever topic, whatever I was going through, there were times when it seemed like um, going through school, I was always the person that, you know, I found myself giving advice or somebody's, you know, talking to me about what Mm. they're going through. And I would take those particular things and God would begin to give me words. Mm. And the older I got, um, the more comfortable I became with sharing those things um, and by this time I'm in high school, you know, with, um, with certain friends, you know, I, I've written certain things, you know, based upon not just other things that people have told me, but more so based upon my life, things that have happened mm. to me. Yes, ma'am. I'm sure someone listening to this is able to relate because, you know, I mean, for some people, when we're overwhelmed with emotion, like some people just cry. Yes. <laughs> I did that too. (laughs) Okay. 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 Cool. Okay. Cause I'm like, uh, yeah, I mean, yes. So when we're overwhelmed with emotion, what are the things that we go to? And for you, whether happy or sad, you know, you're using these gifts and talents that God has given you to express just your feelings and emotion. And man, I'm just really curious to know like where this has taken you and just where in your walk with God, where is this? Uh, yeah, where is this taking you? I don't know. That's such a broad question, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it has taken me a few, you know, places here and there. God has really blessed me. I I consider myself, you know, a walking, breathing, moving testament to, you know, the saying that, you know, God will take your little and make it much if you just trust and place in his hands. Yes. And a lot of times God placed gifts and talents in us all. And I know for me, um, I questioned the gift. I questioned the talent. I really, you know, in my younger years had no idea what it was that I was to do with it. Again, like I said, I would write and hide things from my family. I would literally, you know, hide things in my drawers, underneath my bed, things of that particular nature. But Mm. um, as I got older and began to share my gifts with certain people, then they begin to open doors or, or create platforms for me, give me an opportunity to speak, um, you know, during their conferences or different programs that they were having, you know, in church. Um, but in 2014, I had been on an eight year break. I had continued to write, but I was not ministering at all. I like to use the term ministering instead of performing. Right. Um, right. And a Christian promoter, Um, I was introduced to him and someone told him about what it is that I do. And to this day, I have no idea who it was that shared with him the gift that God had given me, but he gave me an opportunity to recite during a Christian comedy show. And I'm going to tell you every since just shaking in my boots, but being (laughs) obedient, you know, every since that's the best Yes, shake it. I just want to tell people. Yes. It doesn't matter how many times I've, you know, been on a platform that God has used me to share. I'm always shaking in my boots um, until I'm done. Um, So I did that out of obedience. And, you know, God has just really blessed me tremendously over the course of these last let's say six, seven years. Um, in 2016, I wrote my first book entitled, It Happened to Me, I Survived It. My first, it, God has right. been opening so many doors for me. And I'm telling you, I never even thought, I never even imagined 
you know, the, the places I've been, um, the relationships that I have um, gained based all about just my obedience to God and just trusting him, right? Um, trusting um, my ability through him and not downplaying the gift that he gave me. Right. And for somebody listening to this, maybe your gift is, I want to use the word rare. Maybe it's not like other people, you know, like we've had authors on, which you're an author too, but I mean, spoken word is so unique. I mean, just, I've never met anyone like you. So just to whoever's listening, do you mind encouraging whoever's listening just in their gifts, like right now in this moment, whether they're driving or walking or running, like, to encourage them to use their gift. Do you mind, Latavia? Yes, absolutely. Listen, it does not matter. What is small to you is so big to God. Mm. And if it was not so big to him, he would not have even bothered to give you something that he had no intent for you to use. Whatever your gift is, it's important. It is valuable to the kingdom of God and somebody needs it. And that's why God placed it inside of you. So you have a responsibility to cultivate that gift. Despite Mm -hmm. what happens, where you've been, what you've been through, my history is not the best. But at the end of the day, there is one common factor and that is God and the love of Jesus. And even when I felt like I could not... um, be obedient in within my own strength. All you, all God wants you to do is just trust him. Step out on faith, whatever, start the business, start the yes. ministry, start the yes. podcast. Yes. You know, um, because somebody needs to hear what it is that you have to say. There are many poets. There are many spoken word artists, but there are some people that God has strategically assigned just for me. So it's important for me that I make sure that I'm walking in the will of God because somebody's waiting for me. And if I say, no, I'm not good enough, then not only have I missed an opportunity to obey God, but I've possibly missed an opportunity to be that life-changing moment in somebody's life. I am so encouraged right now, just when you were talking about having the responsibility, I mean, God has equipped us with gifts and talents and abilities. And if we don't stand up and do it, even if we don't know how to do it, I mean, maybe ask for, I don't know, how do you feel about this? So if someone right now, wants to do something for God's kingdom, what would you encourage somebody to take the first step to live their calling, really? I mean, live out their gifting. I would definitely say, regardless of who you are, where you are, as I stated, the common factor for me has always been God. He is the the source. He is the center of everything, you know, for me. Yes, I do have a team of people who are experienced in areas that I have or had no knowledge in um, initially when I first began. So having, being surrounded by the right people, having the right support system, having the right people on your team is so important. Mm -hmm. But just as equally important, or maybe I should say even more so important, you have to position yourself. A lot of times we pray, we talk to God, And we say amen and we get up and we move. 
But God speaks to us, even in prayer. So when I'm done talking to him, a conversation goes two ways. Now I have to sit and listen and wait, await his response. Mm. So I think that that's very important that we do um, seek counsel and help from those who are experienced, who have, how we would say, been there, done those things that we are attempting to do. But just as important, if not more so, it is important to seek the Lord as it relates to what would you have me to do? How would you have me to do this? Who, who should be on my team? What is it that I, help me, Lord, direct me? You know, right. give me what I, I want to be obedient. Give me what I need. Everything that we need is inside of us already. It's already there. We just have to position ourselves to be in a place for God to cultivate those things. Right. So, so what you, both of what, it's all, it's all equally, you know, important. You must right. have a relationship with God. You 100%. have that. Yes. A hundred percent. Absolutely. But then, hey, Google, I, I like to tell people to, um, research your craft. You know, there mm-hmm. are, like I said, there are many spoken word artists. There are many poets and, um, I've watched different forms. I've heard and seen, I don't, I don't necessarily have a favorite poet if I may be honest, but, um, I want to look and I want to see, I, sometimes right. I'll go to different, you know, events and I want to see because mm-hmm. you can always learn you, there's always something to be taught. There's always something to be learned. So right. you you can always grow by putting yourself in those particular envi- environments. And the last thing I want to say is you're yeah. worth it. So invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, ma'am. Right. I mean, even like our pastor was encouraging us into our callings a couple weeks ago, and it was one of the best services ever. It was just saying like, you know, if there is something on the side that you want to do, well, first of all, he was like, I want to help you in your calling. I want to help you into your gifting through God's word, through scripture. Um, you know, everything has a season and we want to mount up with wings like eagles because we know that with God, we will walk and not be faint. You know, I mean, just like encouraging us into our gifting through God's timing and just taking courage and taking heart in him. But he was saying that he wanted to help us into our callings and into our giftings. And even if it's something that you do on the side, like you have your main job, okay? Yes. You know, you have to make money. I mean, you know, what I'm saying. and Absolutely. then to have something on the side that you take your name off of, that you take your whatever off of, you know what I mean? That's something that you're just like, this is for Jesus. I mean, I said, take your name off of it, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. Doing that one thing that you do, do it all in for Jesus as a mission to grow for God's kingdom. Like absolutely, your gifting and talents. Um, and he's like, and if it costs a little bit of money, like you know, go for it. <laughs> you know, if it costs twenty dollars a month to run the website, go for it. You know, so it's so worth it. It's so yeah, worth it. It's so worth it. So for anybody who's listening to this, I just really want. I just pray that you're encouraged by this wherever you are to know that God instilled gifts and talents in you. And he is worthy of our praise. And the way that we can do that is to use our gifts and talents. And I know how you were saying shaking in your boots. It's just a beautiful description of just like God calls us to take risks. Yes. Yes. And I am the one, believe it or not, you know, when people 
when I have the opportunity to meet people and they see me minister, they automatically assume that I'm an extrovert. I have this bubbly personality. And, you know, I have to tell them I'm really introverted. Mm. I would rather serve in the back. I don't have to be seen. So it was really a challenge for me, if I may be honest, to be obedient because it caused me to go from sitting in the back serving to being up front on the platform. And I remember when I first first started opening doors for me, I would, people would have a particular, you know, place for the guests to sit and they want me to walk all the way up to the front. And I remember, yes. And I remember telling, I remember saying several times, probably for at least the first year or so, I'm fine right here. I'm fine right here. Mm -hmm. I'll stay right here. Um, And it was, it was when uh, the Christian promoter that um, gave me the opportunity in 2014, I call him coach because again, as I said, there, you should have a team of people, people who have been there and have had that experience. So I call him coach. So he would go with me. There are many places that, um, you know, God, God used him to create a platform for me. And he told me, he said, the very next time we go out and they have a place for you to sit, I want you to just breathe and sit down. And I'm going to be honest, it was the most awkward thing yeah, ever. It is a little, that, yeah, I would be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was the most awkward thing ever. But again, um, you somebody is always watching. Somebody's always waiting. And, and uh, I think it's important not to, not, not just to, um, not to just be obedient, but timing to be yes. in the right place at the right time. Right. And I think we cannot um, gloss over this because when I'm just going to be real with you. Like if whoever is listening to this, there is a time that like yes. Ecclesiastes three, one, yes. everything, there is a season and yes. time for every matter under heaven. God can do anything. Like he said, Hey, let's have day and night. And it's been going strong ever since. <laughs> everything. So, so like there is like, he's got a time for everything. So <laughs> all that to say, um, I just think we cannot gloss over the fact of like, things don't need to be forced when God is faithful. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? There are times where I, when I say invest in yourself, where I invest in myself, Right. Um, there are times and usually that costs me. Right. Um, but when it's God's timing, when it's when it's what God would have me to do. Right. The next step. Right. It's in it's in those moments where the difference is that I'm receiving an invitation and I'm not asking for one. Mm. So that's very that's very important when when i speak of god's timing is because sometimes we want to move because an opportunity exists and sometimes it really is a great opportunity right but not necessarily the will of god okay. and that's something that i had to learn because investing in yourself is one thing but when you're when you get to the point where you're tapping out and you're tapping out and you're tapping out then i had to go back and i had to reevaluate some things okay lord you gave me this gift 
So you're not going to push me out here right. and have me to be ashamed. I don't have to make things happen for me. It's not, right. it's not my responsibility solely. Mm. My trust is in you. So if there is a door to be opened, okay, Lord, should I go here? I'm going to be, right. I was going here. I was going everywhere. And I know at that time I was saying yes to everyone. Do you okay. hear me? I yeah. wasn't turning away anything. And okay. I never forget, I went to this particular place and I was ministering. And even in the midst of me ministering, it was just so much going on, you know, physically and spiritually around me. And I remember calling a friend and I said, you know, um, I just don't want people to think, you know, that I'm arrogant or I'm so cocky now. Right. You know, that right. God opened doors for me. And she says to me, my friends, my family, they call me Tay. She says, Tay, she says, you have a right to say no. Mm. That's what she said to me. You have a right to say no. Why? Because if God is saying no, it's important for me to say no. Right. If God's timing is saying, not right now, right. it's important for me to say, not right now. God's right. timing is everything. It could be the difference between failure and success. And I know right. that's probably a broad type of example to give. But oh, yeah, I, I get it. But, but exactly. The, his t timing is everything. Yes. Have, you, have, you, have you ever had maybe a not so good day? Right. And um, I'm going to be honest. I have a seven-year-old and a 20-year-old. Oh, my goodness. And, okay, yes. So sometimes <laughs> after a long day, my seven-year-old, she, when I tell you she talks, she's used to me asking her about her day and so forth <laughs> and so forth. So, honey, even yes. when I do not ask, she's going to tell me that ride home in the car. She's oh, yeah. going and going and going. And she says, Mom, do you hear me? Do you hear do me? you hear me? Mom, do you hear me? Mommy, do you hear me? And I, mm. and I have to, okay, Tiana, I'm sorry, sweetie. What were you saying? Right. Because her timing. <laughs> right. It's not what she's saying or even how she's saying it, but Preach. her timing. I just needed mm. just a moment. And once I got home and got her situated and things, I went back to her and I said, Tiana, now tell me about what happened at school today. And sometimes... That's how we are, even with our relationship with God. We feel we feel like God should be when we're ready. Here we go, God. Um, we're talking I'm ready about, now. <laughs> yes, we're talking to God about this. We're talking to God about that. And timing is not just for us, but it is for Him as well. Yes, yes, because He is making everything good yes. for everyone yes. 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 else. Yes going forth and we're just okay glory uh, i had the dream i had the vision i wrote it down you know i'm now making what? it happen <laughs> yes yes now what no timing goes no. it's like that conversation it's yes. two ways. it is two ways yes, and okay so here's this too and this is like the current season i'm walking in right now is like I am starting to understand God's voice and I am starting to understand what is the will of God. Now, 10 years ago, I might look back and be like, whoa, I was so wrong. That right. wasn't it wrong. Right. But currently I feel like I've been spending a lot more time in God's word and like trying to understand right. what's happening in each chapter, like what God's heart is here, you know? So yes. I feel like I'm able to discern what is the will of God. 
Okay. Okay. About five or six years ago, maybe a little bit more than that, I would have said, oh, whatever's like flashy and like, <laughs> does that make sense? Like what I that's would think it. is flashy, not what anybody else would, but what I would think is like, oh, that's success. Right. I would say yes to, but now I'm able to, to, to discern like, okay, is this going to ruin my relationship with Jesus? Is this going to ruin my relationship with my husband? Is it going to ruin right. my relationship with my kids? You know, I don't know. Just that discernment, I feel like it's such a valid word for what you were just talking about. Yes. Getting that discernment. What is the will of God? Um, because if we ask God for wisdom, it says in James 1, 5, like he will give it to us generously. So yes. I'm so encouraged. I did not know that we were going to have a conversation about <laughs> pushing women. Like literally you and me right now, every woman, okay. I did this. I mean, guys listen to, but mostly women. Okay. We're pushing you guys like with the will of God Yes, <laughs> up yes. over the mountaintop. So you can see that this is all about Jesus and for his glory and that he's working everything out for our good, for those who love him. Like we're linked in like arm in arm. Yes. <laughs> Yes, push. I, yes. I I have a um a piece that I wrote and I've recited and it's entitled Please. Push. If you want me to recite go, it, I'm, go, go, go. <laughs> yes, I'm like so I'm like sweating. I'm so excited right now. Sorry, go for it. Well, I was just gonna talk about it, but okay, I will recite it. Yes. It's entitled Push. Okay. So here we go. Where are the wailing women? And where are the midwives? I've prayed and I've pushed and I've prayed and I've pushed and still nothing has happened. I mean, not that thing that you promised me, God. I mean, not that thing you said I wouldn't have to worry about. I mean, not that thing, you know, that thing that held generations captive before me. But you said that it wouldn't bind me because whom the sun sets free is free. Indeed. Yes. But look at me, God. Look at me. You see, I'm dressed up on the outside looking as though they think I should, but I stand before them empty but yet full because you love me so much that you decided to put gifts and talents inside of me, but then made it my responsibility to push them out. But you see, I, I need your help. You say, weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. But I need your help. You say, hold on, girl. God got you, but I need your help. I need your help. Will you help me? But before you say yes, you just may have to feel my pain. But will you help me? Even though your friends, your homeboys, your homegirls, they, they just may look at me strange. But will you help me? Mm. Even though you know not my name, can you handle this smile on my face mm. and yet know that I am walking in shame and yes. still? God says he's called me to the nations to speak on his goodness and tell how he's brought me yes. out of life situations so that I could become a midwife and help others in the delivering of their babies. He says, yes, tell them how I delivered your time after time. You know, those times when you felt like you were drowning underwater, but because of me, you were still living and breathing mm -hmm. just fine. Mm -hmm. 
So contrary to popular belief or opinion, it's almost over. The baby's head is beginning to crown. So I take one last breath, put my chin to my chest before I begin to bear down. You see, I've come too far, y'all. I've come too far to turn back around. So there's no time for pity parties or the company of those drowning in their own self-misery because my life, my very life, depends on this delivery. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> Was that really named Push? Yes. <laughs> God is faithful. You guys, when we do not see him, he is faithful. Yes. He I is. had no idea that you had that written, that you had that prepared. No. Well, I'm going to be honest. It's not, it's not written in front of me. I didn't prepare. But again, I just think that it's important to flow in what God would have us to do on today so that we can reach all of, all of those who we are called to reach today. If you don't mind, we're just going to wrap it up here, Latavia. If you could share with us the Bible verse that's helping you in this season. One of the Bible verses that um, is helping me in this season would be Proverbs 3, um, verses 5 and 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, mm. and he shall direct thy paths. Right. That is what I am living and breathing on a daily um, basis. You have to look and push past, you know, all the negativity, the weight of life that um, we carry so often and just look to Jesus. Right. Um, a lot of times we don't understand the reasons as to why. And it's okay because his ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And that's why it says to lean not to our own understanding. Yes. But it's in those times when we acknowledge him, when we seek him, when yes. we have that prayer time, that conversation with him. And once we stop speaking, we wait for him to speak back to us. That's when we get those instructions and he can begin to direct our paths. Even in this uncertain time, in certain, uncertain, excuse me, day and time, God will right. listen when you speak, but you have to incline your ear to hear his response. Yes. Are you willing? Like, are yes. you willing? You know. So I feel so challenged by this podcast, by this conversation, and then we can get connected with you on Facebook and Instagram. Would you like to share with us just how we can get connected with you? My website is authorlataviaroberson.com. Okay. Um, I am on Facebook as my name, Latavia Roberson. Okay. I am on Instagram as Latavia underscore B underscore R underscore. Okay. So if you want to get her book, When God Restored Me, a Latavia poetry CD, uh, it's $10. That's so reasonable. <laughs> and so um, is there anywhere else where we can get your spoken word or do you recommend just the CD? That's the best way to get it. No, well, right now it's just on my website. It's okay. not in the form of a book. It's all on CD right now. Okay. Um, so there you go, pushing me, Ricky. There you what? go. I know. Wait, there you go. So you guys know she didn't want me to say a title when you came on, but I, I don't know. I just think it's so cool what you're doing. And I think it can encourage other women in their walks with God to know that your gifting and your talents are valid and they have purpose. Like 
purpose. Yeah. Like let that word meditate on your heart today, yes. what God has given you. And it, it should be fun. Like we're supposed to delight in the Lord, you know, like let's use our gifts and talents for his good. And it might not be popular. Okay. It might not be like, you know, everybody thinks it's so awesome because we're all talking about Jesus, but it will leave you shaking in your boots. Like what you said, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it. That is so it. Yes, <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. Thank you, Latavia. And um, we'll get connected with you. But at the end of every podcast, we always pray in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray that we decrease and God, you increase in our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Latavia, for your time. And we're going to check out your website and all the things, authorlataviaroberson.com. And she's really easy to connect with. Her contact information is on our website if you would like to connect with Latavia. I just want to remind you guys, this podcast is about decreasing our name and increasing God's name. And that comes straight from scripture, John 3.30. So we are not here for anything other than to bring you closer to Jesus because God can move mountains. Like we said in the podcast earlier today about God created night and day and it's been going strong ever since. You guys, God can do anything. What is impossible for man is possible for God. But we have to die to ourselves daily, picking up our cross to follow him. It is not about us. It is about Jesus. And now as a Christian, as a Christ follower, I want to help people know him, help people know his love. Just tell God you trust him. God, I trust you with my life. I trust you with everything. We know from John 3, 34, for the one whom God has sent, speaks the words of God for God, gives the spirit without limit. 35, the father loves the son and has placed everything in his hands. God's got it. Jesus has got it. God has sent you to testify on his behalf. I just pray that you accept that today. Know that you're certified. God is true. His word is alive and I just pray that you're encouraged by this today. He must become greater. I must become less. John 3.30. That's what it's all about. Let's live for Jesus and broadcast God's love. Like we do at the end of every podcast, it's time for closing time. If you think any businesses or nonprofits should be on this part of closing time, please email me, broadcasthislove at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at broadcast is love. Thank you all for listening. I pray you all have a blessed week and I pray that you tune into God because his word is a lamp into our feet and a light into our path. Thanks and Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on broadcast is love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to broadcast his love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon.
Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest.